Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Here it is all about strategies and systems that get you to grow your business. As an entrepreneur or business leader, you need to be ahead of trends. Gain insights that really thrust your business to the next level. Each episode focuses on different aspects of designing, building, and leading companies. Without marketing, sales, innovation, or funding, you will lack the fire for growth. Without management strategies and systems, you are speeding towards failure. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to today's episode, and we're going to be talking about information security and how it relates to the automotive industry. Now, um, when we look into car dealers, we see, of course, more and more vehicles are being offered with more and more interactive technology. And of course, at first mind, we might think, yeah, well, so if you can get updates and you have all this navigation system, autopilot and all these other different things, then information security should be focused on that part. Reality is that information security has been an important aspect of the automotive industry even 20, 30 years ago, because what happens when a car is being prepared to be manufactured? Well, you have suppliers, and these suppliers work together with the car manufacturer and design together as well certain parts, certain aspects of the vehicle. So the manufacturer has certain ideas and then tries to figure out together with the suppliers how to do certain things, like, for instance, the, the buttons for the windows or other kind of items. And doing this kind of project work, people have to share with each other information. And it's not just about names of staff and so on, but it's about prints, uh, blueprints, manufacturing details, uh, component information, and other kind of items. And these are intellectual property of car manufacturers and the suppliers. The suppliers themselves will have as well suppliers. So the suppliers need to be careful that their own suppliers don't mess up their big deals with the big car manufacturers. Now, a car manufacturer, if he can, he will try to source a certain component or certain parts or items from at least two different manufacturers. Because in case one manufacturer suddenly can't supply, has a fire in a factory or whatever reason, um, union strikes and other kind of things, he can't supply. And then, of course, the production would stop. Now, when we look at information security from a bigger picture, it doesn't just mean that we want to protect the information flowing between the organizations, and we don't, and we want as well to protect on the second hand as well the information that's flowing later on inside the car. Because if we have digital components and they're compromised, then the risk for a car owner is high. 
or other people might be involved. So that's something that could cause the car to have an accident, to go on fire, or other kind of things. And when we look at how the automotive industry is trying to improve its business, its processes, we see over the years that in every country, companies have invented new methods, Kaizen or K4P and other kind of things. And the German automotive industry developed eventually for information security a standard called TSAX. And TSAX is nothing else than an ISO 271 with additional information security aspects of cyber security and as well data privacy. And you might say, well, but ISO 271 released 2022, has that now too? Yes, that standard has added these things now, but TSACs already had them long before. And when you think of it, we have even laws in Europe and Canada, USA and different states where data privacy is an important aspect. And it's an important aspect for consumers, for sellers, suppliers, governments, authorities, and all sorts of uh, people and entities. And now the thing is, how do I make a benefit or an advantage for my business having certain information security related certifications? Because the thing is, you can go and certify your staff and get them certified for cyber information security or cyber security or other kind of network technology certifications. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it doesn't mean just because one person is certified that everybody else is going to do the job properly and follow proper steps. So that's why it is sensible to have company certifications, because it forces the organization to rethink how it's doing business and improve its activities. And that means anything from reducing waste, reducing electricity consumption, um, avoiding bottlenecks, exposing themselves to any unnecessary cyber risks and other activities that might be of adverse impact on any stakeholder. Now, looking at TSAX, what does it mean? Very simple. So you... When you're wanting to have your company certified, then you want to do ISO 2701. Why? Because TSAX is not a certification, it is an assessment. So if your company becomes TSAX assessed, you receive a, like a declaration or a statement document report that states you have a certain level. Then you have like TSAX level one or level two. And that's a little bit different than with ISO 27001. Now, TSAX means that you have to develop and build and optimize your ISMS, your information security management system. And in ISO 27001, you as well see the word or the abbreviation ISMS, which means it's more or less the same thing, but 
they go at different aspects and look at things in a very different way. In TSACs, it is very important as well for the assessor or the auditor who's inspecting your ISMS as well to take some samples, which means not just looking at documents and having a chat with some people or having an interview, but actually having a look to see if the systems are actually really implemented. Because at the end of the day, you can write a lot of stuff, a lot of documents and so on. And if the assessor has the impression that maybe it's just fake, he will be cautious and prefer not to recommend uh, assigning a TSAX level to your company. He might even do some checks. On the other hand, if you do your own checks ahead of time, then you have a better chance to satisfy the assessor that you've done everything properly. Now, a TSAX ISMS compliance system isn't just something you do within two days, a week, or a month. It takes much longer because it's very detailed, intensive, and you have to have a conversation with all the different departments. You have to set up a little team who can then gather all the information and maybe one or two people are actually doing most of the writing and asking the others to go and find out certain details. And uh, as then stuff is being written and developed, all the different kind of policies, and controls, and so on, you have to bounce back as well with your different departments, whether it's logistics, manufacturing, supply, um, warehouse, all these different areas. You have to figure out, okay, what are we doing there? What are we using? What kind of systems? What are the risks? And even having on-site inspections to see, okay, is this acceptable? Would an assessor be satisfied with what we've got to offer? Or do we have to make more effort in not only the documentation, but maybe buying new equipment, investing in your software? And the thing is, the people who then you're going to use the software or the hardware, they have to be trained properly. Because it's not enough to just buy a firewall or some new switches or some other kind of gateway stuff and then have it sitting there. Because the assessor might even go and say, hey, hey, cool, you've got this new firewall, blah, blah. Hey, what do you think? Um, show me, how have you set the ping pong thing? And then your person says, uh, the what? Yeah, you know that thing that does this and this? Uh, yeah. And then he looks at the system, notice, of course, the whole system has just been installed, but never really properly configured. And he thinks, um, this is not really information security. You're just buying stuff, putting it there, and dumping it. Um, that's not the way to do it properly. Of course, you can go and get outside expertise and get help and advice and so on. There are many things that you can do. Now, um, on the other hand, of course, you could go and read a TSAX book. Yeah, there are a variety of books. The best thing is always to write, read maybe first a introduction book into TSAX so that you have first a basic understanding what's it all really about, how it works, how the whole auditing process works, and all these things. That's something that you can do. 
Um, and it might be as well advisable to do that. Makes more sense. Now, if you are considering and thinking, okay, so information security, are we well prepared? Is our service, our IT, our organization ready? Then you have to do a assessment of yourself, which means you have to assess your own company and see what do you have and at what level? Is it basic, medium? Start simple, simple classifications and ratings, and then eventually then start finding where you think that you might have some weak spots. And then go and compare it with TSEX. Go and look and then make your priority to fix these things. Because if you focus 100% on just writing documentation, you will have nice paperwork, but the auditor will say, this isn't really very useful. Because he, even just passing you through your gates, will notice that somehow things are a little bit different than what you've written down. Because, of course, he will have usually read your ISMS documentation before he visits you. And he has a certain idea or image in his head of what your company looks from a perspective of information security. And if you don't have that, hmm, might be a problem. Now, as I said before, TSAX is an assessment. ISO 2701 is a certification. Well, any company of any size can do any of these uh, information security related activities. A small company can get as well TSAX assessed. It costs effort, costs time, money, but of course, if you have a small organization, then you have less paperwork. And the same thing applies as well for ISO 2701. If you're a small company, let's say you are in a school with digital learning environment, it's absolutely possible to do the documentation and get certification within a reasonable price and time. If you are a huge corporation, things are, of course, a little bit more complex or <laughs> very complex. That's the key thing about it. It's knowing what size do you have as business and what is really relevant and necessary for you to have a decent information security. Because let's say you only have one network, you have three PCs, and you have a website, maybe you have a NAS system, and that's it. Then there isn't much to write about because you haven't got much stuff going on. So there's no big deal. And even an auditor doesn't have much to do. You can audit your documentation, have a look, see, okay, you've nicely ordered and you know, you're storing your backups in a proper cupboard, hopefully moderately fireproof, and that's fine. Everything else, of course, depending very much on what you're actually doing. If you're, of course, taking payments and things, then things become a bit more critical. But it's still not as complex as auditing a large automotive company. And the same thing applies to TSACs. Don't overdo things. Focus on what is really relevant. And that's why it's so good, usually, to simply take these um, books 
for instance, at the information security based on VDA, ISA, TSACS, automotive strategies. That's, for instance, a book you can look for. You'll find it in Amazon, maybe by the time you will be listening to this. I might even add a link to it to make it easier to find the book. So, looking at that now, yeah, wh why should I do TSAX at all? Now, more and more automotive companies are expecting or demanding suppliers to have that. That even affects companies who are not manufacturing any kind of products, but providing some kind of service to these automotive companies. Whether you're a training company or you are doing web design for them or you are doing uh, consulting, any kind of training and other kind of stuff where you are actually gaining access to sensitive information, then these companies demand that you are TSACs assessed. It doesn't mean that you have to have the highest level as a service provider, but uh, it has to be appropriate to the kind of risks that you are involved with. And the thing is, of course, many companies will pass through without having TSACs, but the automotive industry is going to improve that more and more and uh, require more because all these different data breaches that we are seeing in the news and that we're not seeing, many of them, many of them are actually related to suppliers and sometimes as well to small service companies and other consulting firms and so on that have access to data, their devices are compromised and then eventually they infect the organization and later on, the hackers and, and ransomware kind of things can then go and attack the large corporation and steal the intellectual property of the corporation or its other suppliers. And that's something you, as a company supplying automotive industry in any kind of way, do not want to expose yourself. So I hope this was a quick but basic introduction into the topic of information security in the automotive industry. In the next episodes, I have some other interesting topics into other industries, so we'll be looking at other aspects, how companies might be affected by different changes and different um, activities in the market. So for today, we were looking just barely at the automotive industry. Wait, listen. Was the content helpful? Please share it on social media. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a leader, you need to adapt your business. Stay connected. You will find in the episode description how to gain more insights. Subscribe to my bi-weekly business secrets letter. Gain access to all updates of my ultimate guide on business growth strategies. These can be applied to your business in the US, Canada or Europe. Check it out. I hope you enjoyed 
today's episode of The Growth Zone with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening.